Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Master Your Mental Podcast. If you are new here, my name is Paris, and I am the creator and host of the Master Your Mental Podcast. I'm so happy to have you here to tune in and hear my amazing guests and I describe the ways we can leverage and shift our mindsets to take the best possible care of our mental health. I launched the podcast as a way to motivate, inspire, empower, and educate people on these interesting topics. My background and passion for this all stemmed from the field of psychology. After completing both my BA in psychology and my MBA in healthcare administration, my passion for mental health only continued to grow. As a result of this, I launched Master Your Mental to bring more awareness, tips, and conversations to the table about these topics. You guys might be wondering, what does the mental stand for? Well, it stands for mindset, engagement, nutrition, talk about it, accountability, and love yourself. These are all the building blocks that make up what Master Your Mental is all about. If you would like to learn more, become a guest, or connect, feel free to reach out to me by shooting me a message on any one of my social media platforms you guys can find in the link in my bio on my Instagram at master your mental. Now let's get into the episode guys. Hello guys and welcome back to a brand new episode of the master your mental podcast. And I'm excited as I always am for these episodes because today we are talking about something that I have not yet gotten into for you guys, and that is forgiveness and more specifically forgiving yourself. And the reason I wanted to get into this episode with my awesome guest, who I will be introducing you guys to in just a moment, the reason I wanted to record this episode is because this is a topic that I know weighs heavily on our mental health. And Also, people out there who are unable to forgive themselves for the outcome of certain situations. And you guys are going to hear today a story from my guest of something that has taken place in her life that has drastically impacted and affected her in a way that was not good. And how she went about not only forgiving the situation, but also forgiving herself and setting herself free from that. Because this is something that I know has definitely impacted me for sure. Um, Myself, just struggling with being able to forgive myself when certain things happen or go wrong or things don't go as planned. And you tend to get into this mindset of what if, or what could I have done, or how could I have made this better? And we tend to go back to the past. And we talk about in this episode, the ways in which we do that and how damaging that can be for our mental health to continuously be in almost like this loop of going back to things that have happened and thinking about them and stewing about it and not knowing how to make it out of that. So the reason, of course, again, why I'm doing this episode is because this is something that I think is huge and so important to touch on because the tips that my guest brings to the table in this episode are amazing and so helpful. And she shares advice that I wish 
that I had when I was younger. And I know you guys are going to be able to relate to this one and really enjoy this because, you know, like I said, being able to forgive yourself is such a beautiful gift. And she breaks down the ways in this episode of how to do that and the ways in which her life would have looked differently if she wasn't able to forgive herself or to even know how to do that. So this is something that I think is an exciting topic because I have not yet done an episode on forgiveness and how to forgive ourselves for things in our life that happened that are difficult, challenging, and we have these situations come up and we blame ourselves and feel bad and and start to internalize that and feel like a failure ourselves and how to get out of that place and to be able to move forward from that and have grace for yourself and have patience with yourself and have love for yourself and humility for yourself. So I love this episode because this is a topic that is so helpful for any situation that you faced in the past or are currently facing where you feel like you it's easier almost to forgive others than it is to forgive ourselves. So as always, I hope you guys enjoy this episode and let's get into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Master Your Mental podcast. As you guys can see from the title of today's episode, Forgiving Yourself, we are going to be getting into what this means and what the role of forgiveness plays in relation to mental health. Joining me with tips on this topic is my wonderful guest, Kelly Cabriz. Kelly is a 34-year fitness, nutrition, wellness, and lifestyle coach. She is a three-time best-selling author, international speaker, and was an executive with a global nutrition company and certified divorce coach. I'm so excited to speak on this topic with Kelly. So without further ado, welcome Kelly to the podcast. Harris, thanks so much for having me. This is fun. Of course. I'm so excited to have you here today and get into this topic because this is something that I have not talked about forgiveness. And I was like, she is the perfect person for this. Like, like just reading over all the stuff that you've done and all the things that you're into. I was like, we need to have this conversation. So I'm so excited. So before we dive in, just tell us some more about who you are and what lights you up. Awesome. Thank you. Well, I knew really early on that I wanted to be into fitness and health and wellness and nutrition. Literally, when I was 13, I wrote in my diary, I will be an exercise therapist. And that came out of the desire to move away from pain, which was a really strong family history of heart disease, diabetes, obesity, stroke, cancer, alcoholism, cigarette smoking. And I was like, oh, I don't want anything to do with that. But I was also really happy when I was running, dancing, jumping, swimming, cheerily. Like I just love that endorphin rush. I'm like, what do people not get about this? Like I want to, I want everyone <laughs> to feel this. It's like natural, amazing, high. And so I went on this journey. I got certified by the time I was 17. I got three college degrees and for the first 14 years of my career, I owned and operated health clubs. I managed corporate fitness centers. I founded a school to prepare people to be clinical exercise specialists and personal trainers. 
Um, and then my son was born. So that was kind of the next turning point. And my daughter was born right away. They're now 20 and 21. But I came home and I still really wanted to contribute to my industry on a high level. So I started writing, speaking, consulting, editing, spokesperson, media work, fitness boot camps, network marketing, you know, anything that I could do to help people be well. And, um, you know, it's, it's just been a great 34 year journey as a, a health coach. And I've just been blessed to be on world-class stages and speak on, on all the, um, you know, just the networks and write books. And so there's been a lot of different vehicles and ways to help people be well. Oh my goodness. That is incredible. That's amazing. Cause I feel like when we talk about health, especially that connection that our physical health has to our mental health and how the two of them influence each other and can impact one another. And I love how you got into the industry because you saw this happening in within your own family with all these issues related to health and things like that. And you did not want that to continue. You wanted to work towards solutions and coming up with how to like help these things and make things better. So I think that's amazing and so important. And, you know, I wish, you know, I wish that more people were so much more into this because it really does bring so much value. Like once you start to treat your body right and really treat with kindness, you know, instead of, neglecting it or not really knowing what to do. It just makes such a difference in so many areas of your life. And I'm pretty sure that you know all about that. So I'd love to ask you too, you know, why do you think we're talking about this topic of forgiving yourself? And you can relate this to so many areas. Like when, when you talk about health, like forgiving yourself for not getting to the gym or not taking care of your body, why do you think that so um, some people struggle so much with this aspect of forgiving themselves. That is a great question. I grew up Catholic, you know, kind of traditional. Obviously, people have all different kind of beliefs about, you know, religion and God or not. Um, but, you know, I had heard about forgiveness like a lot of us do. You know, growing up, it may or may not have been modeled for you. Like you may have heard like, you know, apologize to your brother, you know, like mm -hmm. and, and that was your example of forgiveness. Um or tell someone you're sorry. And, and so I didn't really have any great examples of this in my life. My parents are amazing. I love them. They loved me. It wasn't like I was in this abusive situation, but I had a turning point in my life that really required me to understand forgiveness, or I was just going to live in bitterness and sadness and disappointment and rejection. And I just got to a point where I'm like, okay, I have got to figure this out because think of the people that you know that something has happened in their world where things didn't match up it didn't go the way they thought and they get stuck somewhere mm -hmm. really bad like you know when they walk in the room you feel like that victim energy or that anger or whatever it is there's something right we're going to malfunction in some way so I went on this three-year journey um, when my husband of 25 years came home and he said, my commitment to our marriage is zero. And he left and wow. it rocked my world. I mean, it emptied me out. It took me to my knees. I really had no reference for this. There was no divorce in my family. So on this journey to get well, forgiveness was one of the biggest pieces. And you'll be surprised maybe to hear that it wasn't so much in forgiving my now ex-husband, um, because if you heard my story, you would go, well, you shouldn't have had to forgive him. That wasn't really fair. What he did wasn't just or whatever, but it was forgiving myself. So getting to the point where 
sometimes we are holding our own feet to the fire. Like we are burning ourselves literally because we don't want to forgive ourselves for whatever, whether it was you really do, you did screw up. You did make a mistake. You did miss it. Or maybe you just feel like a failure and you're not forgiving yourself. So there's so many different things that these conversations go on in our mind that we sort of self-punish could be one thing. So if we're talking about self-forgiveness, it's that, um, you know, we're, we're just rejecting ourselves and it then becomes dysfunctional in our thinking. So there's so many different directions we can go with this, but I'll, I'll stop there because I, I went for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no. And you completely answered that question because I was wondering, like when you said that you had this moment in your life that really, you know, altered, you know, the, this forgiveness. So was, was that moment for you, was it the divorce being like sprung on you? Or like, what was that moment that caused, that made you think like, I really need to forgive myself for, you know, going through this and dealing with this and to get out of the other side. I started thinking it was my, that I needed to forgive. So I started to study forgiveness because I had said the words, like I forgive him, but then there'd be like one text message and I'd be like, Oh, <laughs> There'd be one conversation or one thing and I'd be like, oh, and like, I just knew that I said the words, I forgive him, but there Mm -hmm. was still like this, oh, it was still in there. So I'm like, all right, you really need to figure this out. So I started to study forgiveness. And in that process, I can say that I forgave him, but it was myself that was the hardest part. And for me, my personal thing was I did feel like a failure. Like my marriage should not have failed. I did you know, the right things and I was a good loyal wife and I valued my family. And so it was seeing myself as a failure was the part that I had to really forgive. So it took a lot of peeling back the layers and you just have to sit with it sometimes. It, it can happen in a moment where you say, okay, I forgive myself. But then the next time something hard happens or something stressful happens and you're back in that same cycle of whatever it is, if it's anger or enabling or passive aggression, or like, I just felt like I needed to fix this permanently. And forgiveness was one of the answers there. There were several, but that was like the last piece that I really had to peel back. Wow. And just hearing you say that, you know, it makes me think of what you just said there. Like, it almost seems like it's easier to forgive others than it is to forgive ourselves. And like you said, finally noticing, you know, being able to forgive him and then having these moments come back up where, you know, you're having these feelings, like these emotions happening again. But then when it comes to you, um, I would love to ask you too, like, what, what did you have like a strategy or like, what steps did you take to be able to work towards forgiving yourself. Because, you know, if you struggle so much with that, because I can relate to that as well with forgiving yourself for something and then internalizing that and really taking that as you're a failure and not, you know, like the external things, right? Like this relationship, what was a failure? No, me it's, you take it as you are that. And that seems very, very difficult to come out of when you take it, take it that way, instead of, you know, this thing didn't work out and then it's easier to forgive, you know, over time. But then when it's, when it's you, it's like, Oh, like, how do you get, how do you get that? So what, what help, what was the most helpful for you in your journey of forgiving yourself? Like, did you do certain things? What did it look like? 
Yeah, great question. So you really do need to hold up the mirror because you have to look at yourself. So it was never 100% my ex-husband and 0% me. So you have to really own, well, what was my part in it? And, you know, then understanding what people's needs are in a relationship and how maybe I wasn't meeting that need. Even if he wasn't meeting my need, this is about me. So forgiveness is really about yourself. And I believe in God, if your listeners do or don't, some hopefully higher power, like that's between the two of you. That's where the forgiveness really comes from. But it was really just like laying it all out there, being honest with yourself, you know, looking in the mirror and just saying, I forgive myself. I, I'm not perfect, but I was a perfectionist. So I needed to really forgive it. And then you're releasing it when you forgive it. You're letting it go. You're going, that's it. Like, I'm not looking back. It's in my rearview mirror. I'm not going to keep retelling that story over and over and over. I'm going to create a new story because that's in the past. And obviously you don't want to keep repeating it over and over and over again. But I looked at, well, what are my options? If I don't forgive myself, I'm going to keep burying this down. I'm going to just keep um, you know, repeating this same tragedy over and over and over again. I'm going to take it into the next relationship. So it was like, you have to do this. Otherwise you're going to just keep repeating the same cycle. So it was really just sitting down and looking in the mirror and saying that I forgive myself and I'm just casting it out there. Doesn't mean I won't make mistakes again. Doesn't mean I might not repeat something again, but just really releasing it, not holding on to it. And just, you know, my way is just give it to God. Like, okay, that's it. I'm done. There's a higher power than me and I'm just turning it over. Wow. That that's amazing. Cause when you, when you sit there and think about that, you know, if you hadn't done that, what would your life look like if you hadn't been able to forgive yourself? And like you, you just said right there, you know, you would carry that over into other relationships and you would, it would keep coming back as a cycle. Like you said, you know, com- continuing to like repeat these thoughts and patterns and not being able to break it. So that's, that is amazing that you were able to do that because I know there's probably so many people out there you know, and listening to this right now who might be struggling with that in some aspect of, you know, forgiving themselves for something having gone wrong or, you know, whether a relationship or a job or some kind of opportunity or something in their life that didn't work out, you know, the way that they want it to, or the way that they saw it. And then they see it as a failure. And then they take it as no, I'm, I'm the failure because this didn't work. You know, you did everything in your power. And like you said, you know, this shouldn't have gone the way it did, but it did. And that's such a beautiful message that you just put right there of being able to look in the mirror, look at yourself and forgive yourself and say, you know, take responsibility for that. And that's what I think is so powerful is just, you know, that healing journey of being able to do that yourself. And the fact that no one else can do it for us, you know, and no matter how much we wish or try or, you know, all the support we have around us, it has to come from inside of us, you know, to have that moment where, you know, you can work towards breaking that pattern. I think that's amazing that you, the way you outlined it and just, you know, reference that to the past, right. Of always going back to the past and, you know, trying to like replay scenarios in in your head of what if this went this way, or like these, what ifs, or these questions that pop up and all this stuff. And when you really think about it, it doesn't do any good for you. 
you know, it doesn't do any good for you now or moving forward into the future. So I love the way that you laid that out. And that's such an awesome tip of, you know, avoiding going back to the past and, you know, working on what you have now and what you can control now and what you have in your life now that is amazing. So, you know, on that note, I'd love to ask you, like, if you could go back in time and give your 20 year old self one piece of advice on this topic of self-forgiveness, what would you say? Yeah, I would say, um, well, I'll, I'll bring this into it, but I would say apologize to yourself often because you're not perfect. And so don't be afraid to say, you know what, I'm sorry for thinking, you know, that you had to be perfect, or I'm, I'm sorry for you thinking that you had to, you know, show up this way or whatever it is. So just like you would apologize to someone else, apologize to yourself whether it's I got drunk last night, I didn't mean to do that or, you know. So um, practice patience with yourself, practice humility with yourself. Just create this whole atmosphere of forgiveness because what you're creating on the inside is what shows up outside. And then that ripples out to your family, your friends, your work, everything else. So when you carry forgiveness, you're really carrying peace with you. And so that becomes your life. It becomes your lifestyle. And it's just a great place to live in peace. So I would put an end to, you know, these ugly cycles of whatever it looks like for you. Everyone is going to do something to help their struggle or their pain in life. And I want them to do something healthy. So if you watch, some people are going to isolate. Some people are going to get angry. Some people are going to, you know, turn to abusive things. Some people are going to try and escape. I mean, we're all going to do something to try and, you know, manage pain and to be loved because that's what we all really want. So we just want people to do healthy things. And forgiveness is a tool that really helps because if you don't forgive, look what happens. You're burying things. Um, you want to minimize your behavior or someone else's behavior. Um, you start to rationalize things that really are not excellent because you don't want to, you know, forgive it or face it. You might start compromising in your life because you're holding all this unforgiveness and you blame people, you'll punish people, you'll punish yourself. I mean, it just gets really, really ugly um, where people are not living a life of forgiveness. They're going to keep doing something. They're going to lie, <laughs> you know, to, to just be able to function when they're carrying all this bitterness, anger, resentment, unforgiveness, unmet expectations inside of them. And I just didn't want to do that. So you've probably heard that, you know, the truth will set you free. So when you face it and hold up the mirror and really be true to yourself, there is a freedom and a peace that comes with that. Wow. I, I love how you brought up those aspects of patience and humility and how you talked about, you know, this the aspect of forgiveness, instead of going to things like escaping or running away or doing all these things that we do that sometimes we don't even have awareness of. Right. And when you're in that moment, it almost does seem easier to stay in that place because it can be scary to, you know, make those changes and, you know, do those things that really prioritize yourself and your mental health. Because like you said, you, I think you brought up a little bit of like people pleasing, a little bit and having these aspects of wanting to put others first and, you know, and doing that neglecting yourself and, you know, really not knowing how to forgive yourself. So when you brought up that having patience and, and, and practicing that often and, you know, giving that gift to yourself, I think that's amazing because that is something that I can tell you has definitely made a difference in my life. And I know in yours as well, of being able to do that instead of 
these things that we used to do that we thought were helping, but like you said, was just adding more problems to the list of minimizing behaviors or, you know, running away from situations or compromising or all these things that continue to stack up on this list and just gets worse. And it's almost like this never ending cycle. And you just feel like, Oh, like, how do I get out of it? Like, what do I do? And when you can give yourself that gift of saying, you know, I'm sorry, I love you. I forgive you. And, and to do that to yourself and like, start to do that regularly instead of always going to, you know, more of like a negative place, right. With like negative self-talk, like this is my fault, or, you know, I did this wrong, or I should have seen this coming or all these things that we tend to tell ourselves sometimes, um, when we can start to do that, that makes a huge difference. And I think that that's amazing advice because I wish that I had that when I was 20 or even younger. I wish everyone, that's amazing to be able to do that, to give yourself that of forgiving yourself and practicing that and really holding that as something that you do for yourself. Cause it can be hard, you know, when you live so like so much of your life, not doing that or not knowing how to do that. So, I mean, I would also love to ask you, you know, like what, what differences have you seen in your life since being able to forgive yourself? Like how, how has it been different from how it used to be to how it is now? Oh, it's been amazing. I mean, forgiveness is so powerful, just like unforgiveness is. And so when you live in forgiveness and you're modeling that and you say to someone, I'm sorry, you know, please forgive me. Now it takes the power away from them being angry at you. And it's their choice if they still want to be angry at you, but your part is done. Like you've released it when you forgive it. So I decided to live a life, a pre-decided life of forgiveness. So what that now means is I pre-decide not to be critical. I pre-decide not to judge. I pre-decide not to be a victim. I pre-decide not to let you know politics or medicine or, or anything really affect my day-to-day life. I pre-decide that I'm going to create a win win. So I live this life where I decide ahead of time that my peace is really expensive and I don't want to give it up. It's just not worth it for me to lose my peace. So it's just way easier to live this pre-decided life. And the highest level of forgiveness is to forgive someone in the area where they hurt you. So for example, with my ex-husband, he was re-engaged within a month of our divorce and he was remarried a few months later. And so I can say from the bottom of my heart with complete, absolute honesty that I forgive him and I bless him and his new wife. I want nothing but the best for them. I hope they're together forever. They complete each other till death do they part. I don't harbor any ill feelings against him at all. I don't necessarily want to sit across from him at the dinner table, but (laughs) I don't have an ill feeling towards him whatsoever. So that's the highest level of forgiveness where you can live a life where you forgive people in the area where they hurt you. Because what I discovered is hurt people hurt people and they'll usually hurt people in the area where they're hurt. So the people who bully were bullied. You know, the people who, you know, have an affair, they probably had a history of that, you know, generationally in their family. So people, their their thoughts become their words, their words become their actions, their actions become their habits, and their habits become their identity. 
Now you can change your identity. You can definitely change what that is. Um, but people just like build this track in their mind and it replays over and over and over and over. So it's who they become. They can decide to be something different, but that's really how it's changed for me. I live a pre-decided life of forgiveness and peace. Wow. That, oh, that's so amazing. And that to me, hearing you talk about all of that, what word comes up to me is just freedom freedom, freeing yourself. Because I feel like when you really think about it, you know, if you think back to, if you weren't able to forgive your ex-husband, what would your life look like? You know, still like what would see, like when you think about that, isn't it just so wild to be like, wow, like to, and to do that. And I know, and that's such a beautiful thing because I agree with everything you're saying, especially when you talked about pre-deciding, you know, pre-deciding to have kindness for yourself and to practice patience because, and to not go, you know, to overanalyzing things, which can be really difficult sometimes. I think that's amazing because, you know, I can tell you like, just from hearing you say that, that sounds like just having that of being able to forgive and, and knowing that you're feeling free, that you're not carrying these things inside of you that, because they, like you said, if you let them sit and you continue to have you know, these feelings towards this person or this event or whatever it was that really, really hurt you and impacted you in a way that you feel you can't move forward from, you know, that that damage stays. And like you said, we know when someone's hurt, hurt people, hurt people, and they usually hurt them in the same way that they were hurt. And that's such a amazing realization that you just brought up because you know, when you really think about this gift of forgiveness and being able to forgive yourself and, and forgiving others and being able to, to reach that point, which isn't necessarily, you know, like an eat, you snap your fingers and you're like, I'm good. You know, I forgave them and everything's great. And I'm happy. You know, of course, like you said, it's a journey, it's a journey and it doesn't just happen. Boom. Just like that, you know, it has to take, you got to take the steps and you got to pour into yourself. And, you know, a lot of that comes from, you know, self-love and having that, like those aspects you mentioned of patience and humility and being able to, you know, honor yourself in those moments and not be so hard and continue to beat yourself down when you're already down you know, continuing to like hammer into yourself of, you know, all these things and go back to the past. Like you said, you know, like you highlighted, you know, going back to those moments and trying to like, you know, rethink things and all that does, like you said, is cause more pain and more damage and more hurt. And when we can move past that and forgive that and say, you know, I wish this person well, I really, really do. And I really want, and that for you is just, it frees you. It's like, boom, it's like, now you're able to go back to living your life for you instead of always worrying about, you know, these other people or these situations. And I think that's so amazing and so powerful and wow. Like, (laughs) I just think that's incredible. And honestly, like the one question I really want to ask you is I always ask this to everybody because I always love seeing the answers that people have because everyone always has the best answers to this. So I love to ask you, what are you currently doing right now in this moment to master your mental? That is a great question. Well, the lens that I use to look through life is to let love win. That's always the barometer that I want to use when I make any choices, any decisions, any thinking, 
And so my day really is open and revolving around how can I let love win in everything that I do? So the divorce coaching that I do with women, you know, how can I get them to get that boldness back? Um, so in the life coaching that I do, anytime I'm coaching someone, I'm always growing. I'm always learning at the same time. It makes me a better person, a better coach. So I am helping as many women as I possibly can go from grief to great and then even better, like helping people create this amazing bonus life that they never even knew was possible before, you know, because they had something happen in their life, like a divorce that they weren't expecting. Um, it just helps me grow and gives me life. And I'm a knowledge person. So I'm always learning. I'm always looking for ways to better help myself and to help my clients. So when I went on this three-year sabbatical healing journey, I was, you know, listening to the podcast, going to the summits. I went on the retreats. I was in, you know, prayer groups and Bible studies and divorce recovery. And so I am a chronic learner. I spent about four hours a day, you know, reading and listening to wise, wise people. So um, it's all to use to help myself, which helps other people. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, Kelly, you are so great. I'm so happy we got to have this conversation because you brought so many great tips to the table on this topic of forgiveness and loving yourself and moving past such painful experiences and things that have been really difficult and almost impossible to overcome in life that it feels like. So honestly, like, that's amazing. I love that. I love that you say chronic learner. That's, <laughs> that's so cool that you're, that you have that passion and that drive to always continue to fill your cup, to be able to fill others and to pour into others. So I just want to thank you for coming on the podcast and sharing your, a little bit of your story and your journey and your tips with everybody. It was so great chatting with you and just diving into this topic and being able to explore this a little bit more on how to practice forgiveness and how to really get through these moments. And what does that look like when you're able to do that? And what does it look like when you're, when you're not, you know? So thank you so much for coming on here. You're awesome. And I love this conversation. Can't wait to put it out. And yeah. So thanks so much for coming out. <laughs> thanks Paris. I'm happy to do it. Thanks for bringing the show to the world. The world needs it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you. I hope you have an awesome rest of your day and everyone listening, you guys, whether you're listening during the daytime or the nighttime, hope that you guys all have a good one. And I'm going to end it on this note and say bye to you guys and bye to Kelly. So bye Kelly. All right, guys, that was the end of the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. As always, if you guys would like to get in touch with me to become a guest or share your thoughts, you can do that in a number of ways. You can shoot me an email at hello at masteringmental.com or you can DM me on Instagram at masteryourmental, where you can also find a link in my bio that you can use to find me on all of my other social media platforms. I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day and thank you so much for listening to the Master Your Mental podcast. Have a good one, guys. Bye.